professional librarians talking about podcasts. Sarah and I, Dave, are the hosts of Wizard of the Pod. So join us as we discuss new and noteworthy podcasts, along with information pertaining to libraries in general. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm well. How are you, Dave? I'm good. Yay! Yeah! For episode four. Yeah! We're doing... Look at us. Four months of consistent podcasting. I know. We're pros now. Yeah. What happened? Oops. I still have more on this page. (laughs) (laughs) Are you excited for the podcast? I am. I'm so excited that I was skipping ahead. Yeah. So thank you for joining us for another episode of the Wizards of Pod podcast. As Sarah and I started discussing a theme for this month's podcast, we discovered that surprisingly, July is celebrated by many things other than just Independence Day. And that many have one thing in common. Food. Our research showed July has many national food holidays, including National Grilling Month, National Horseradish Month, National Baked Beans Month, National Culinary Arts Month, National Hot Dog Month, National Ice Cream Month, National Watermelon <laughs> Watermelon Month, and National Pickle Month. Furthermore, there's a different food celebrated every day beginning July 1st with National Ginger Snap Day and ending July 31st with National Cotton Candy Day. With so many food celebrations, we just had to come up with a list of our favorite food-related podcasts to discuss with you guys today. My first podcast pick for uh, celebrating all of these food holidays is called A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. This podcast is hosted by Chef Josh Scherer and culinary producer Nicole Hendizada, a duo that is part of the entertainment company and lifestyle brand Mythical. In this comedic food podcast, Josh and Nicole get together weekly to discuss, debate, and dissect the culinary quandaries that are the most controversial across the internet. So Josh is also a journalist. He's author of the 2017 book, The Culinary Brodown, with a blog of the same name, and is executive producer of Mythical Entertainment, along with producer of The Mythical Kitchen on the company's YouTube channel. His YouTube episodes are very funny, um, and they provide interesting culinary creations such as barbecue pork Twinkies, Oreo biscuits and gravy, pizza stuffed chicken, and more. Some very interesting combinations for sure, especially that Oreo biscuits and gravy one. I was thinking more about the pork Twinkies. Yeah, it actually doesn't, I mean, like, it sounds gross, but also the pictures of it. We're kind of good looking. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like that <laughs> sweet and savory, I guess. Interesting. So what was it? Kind of what, like a... Was it a Twinkie they opened up and put pork in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. They, they just stuffed it in there. Um, okay. So it's kind of like, I guess, like a corn dog almost, but oh, without the okay. the frosting. For some reason, when I first... I was imagining it more like it was also deep fried. Than... That'd probably be really good. Probably. Because mm, I was thinking like... Fried. How they uh, deep fry Twinkies and Snickers and even ice cream. Oh, yeah. And Nicole is an online chef personality and culinary producer of Mythical Entertainment's YouTube channels, Good Mythical Morning and Mythical Kitchen, as well as author of the 2020 book, Bake Up, which is a teen cookbook. As I mentioned, this podcast is produced weekly and new episodes are released every Wednesday. 
and they are partnered with Ramble to create the podcast and produce it as well. The duo has been releasing episodes since March 2020, and the podcast currently has a 4.8 star rating with 2,400 total ratings on Apple Podcasts. There are 62 episodes available to listen, and each episode is about 40 minutes to an hour long, so they could be great for a commute to and from work. These two have some pretty crazy discussions, including whether ketchup is a smoothie, whether the ocean is a soup, if muffins are just unfrosted cupcakes, whether to pour the milk or cereal first, and even a discussion about if a Kit Kat is a lasagna. I would say these topics are pretty silly and controversial in some food communities, I believe, but I, also, I always pour the cereal first, and it's insane to think about the ocean being a soup since it goes... It does get pretty warm, and uh, or in certain oceans it gets pretty warm, and there are a lot of food-type items floating around in there, whether it is a fish, food from floating trash, or other sea creatures. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are interested in hearing these discussions, you can keyword search for them because they are part of each episode's title. So Josh and Nicole invite special guests to join in on their debates and discussions such as comedian Gabrielle Iglesias author, science communicator, and vlog brother Hank Green, who is the brother of author John Green, and restaurant editor of food and wine magazine Kushbu Shah. If you're looking for a laugh and have also ever wondered if a hot dog is indeed a sandwich, I would recommend checking out the duo's podcast for sure. And you can listen to all of their episodes on Ramble, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Odyssey. So is... A hot dog a sandwich? I'm going to see. It's hard to say. Because, like, you have two, basically two pieces of bread and a meat in the middle. Yeah. And you can put a condiment on it. So I would say yes. But you could also eat it without the bread. You could. But you could eat. But then maybe it's just a wiener. Cold cuts without the bread, too. Yeah. Ooh. Touche. Touche, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, we're at a consensus. A hot dog is a sandwich. Okay, my first podcast for this month is The Splendid Table. The Splendid Table has always connected people through the common language of food and eating. A weekly radio program hosted by award-winning food journalist Francis Lamb, they're bringing even more fresh voices and surprising conversations to the table through the intersection of food, people, and culture covering everything from the global appeal of sesame to the impact of Instagram on everyday eating. To give everyone a little bit of a history, in 1994, acclaimed food writer and cooking teacher Lynn Rosetto Casper was receiving accolades for her debut book, also titled as The Splendid Table, which at that time was the only book to have won both the James Beard and the Julia Child Cookbook of the Year Awards. Very good. Among the many people enchanted by the book was producer and foodie Sally Swift, who thought the time could be right for a radio program on food. Lynn and Sally met over lunch to discuss the radio idea. They weren't interested in creating another show that was based on talking about recipes, but instead wanted to explore everything they loved about food. The culture, the science, the history. So the Splendid Table radio program was born with the tagline, the radio program for people who love to eat. The show began in 1997 as a live Saturday morning call-in show on Minnesota Public Radio. 
As the program's popularity continued to stretch across the nation, the Splendid Table eventually became the pre-recorded program that is heard on more than 400 public radio stations in the United States, plus Sirius Satellite Radio and World Radio Switzerland. The podcast is a rebroadcast of the radio show for people listening on the go, providing listeners with information on food preparation, appreciation, and culture. The program features travel-related material on restaurants and cuisine from around the country and the world, and also features talk segments in which the host takes calls from listeners with food-related questions. Special guests are also essential to the Splendid Table's ongoing culinary conversation, with the late Julia Child being a steadfast advocate appearing on the program numerous times. Among the parade of outstanding guests are food activist Michael Pollan, author of such books as The Omnivore's Dilemma and Food Rules, film director and writer Nora Ephron, famed Spanish chef Jose Andres, the late director Ismael Merchant, food writer Anthony Bourdain, Chef Mario Batal, Franz Ferdinand, and lead singer Alex Caparos, who is also a food critic and classic violinist. Rated 4.4 stars on Apple Podcasts, the show has a definite professional sound and feel due to its origin in radio, and has been listed on numerous best-of podcast titles, including being named as an outstanding food podcast by the New York Magazine in 2017 and by the Huffington Post as the top food podcast to listen to in 2016. The show was also featured on CNN as one of the top five food podcasts of 2016. I have to say that the reason why I chose this one and I chose it first was when I first started here at the library working in the reference department. I had um, a nice lady that would come every week asking for printouts of um of some of the recipes oh right i believe i remember you telling me that yeah yeah to the point where what i actually started doing was um they had a a email listserv i guess you could call it or a messaging where you could actually get the recipes emailed to you every week that's cool so i subscribed to it my personal email so (laughs) i would have it ready for us and so instead of having to have to search the internet to find it i would have it in an email and i could just bring up the email and print it over so that, that is service right there yeah thanks yeah so because of that the splendid table always had um especially with this it was always like a special place in my heart mm-hmm. the second podcast i'm going to talk about today is doughboys now this is not the splendid table it's very different doughboys follows the comedians mike mitchell and nick wigger as they review chain restaurants including fast food fast casual and sit-down restaurants. The podcast started in May 2015 and began offering bonus episodes for Patreon supporters in March of 2017 under the name Doughboy Double. As of June 2020, Doughboys was the ninth most popular podcast on Patreon and the 27th most popular Patreon page overall. So get this. The last time I checked, Doughboys had over 11,000 patrons with membership tiers ranging from $1, $5, or $8 a month. So that means that they're making over $11,000 a month on pa- on just Patreon doing podcasts. Wow. And not only that, but they're um they have so many uh so many fans and followers that they also have merchandise that they sell oh, okay. and um has been seen on uh different on television in different areas. As explained by the host, their mission is to eat, rank, and rant about chain restaurants with a guest in a perfectly digestible segment. Doughboys joined the Headgun 
Network in April 2018 after having previously been members of Feral Audio Network until that shut down due to charges made against the network's founder, Dustin Marshall. Rated 4.9 stars on Apple Podcasts, Doughboy episodes feature a weekly guest, including notable people from the comedy world. Mike and Nick also perform live shows across the United States and in Canada, which kind of reminds me of um, if you're a follower or a fan of Kevin Smith, he... um, of the movie director, he does he does a whole bunch of podcasts too, and he was like one of the early people in podcasting. But they also he also has him and some of his friends. They'll go around the nation and they'll do live shows, which they'll record and then also release as podcasts. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's nice to see that you know the Doughboys are doing that also. Each show begins with Weiger introducing the restaurant that they and their guests will be reviewing, rating it on one on a rating of one to five forks. And this is based on its quality. Recurring segments also include the Doughboys and their guests performing taste tests on snacks and drinks, rating them on whether they're worth eating or drinking. When they're testing snacks, the, the scale is whether it's a snack or a whack. Well, when they're testing drinks, it's whether it's drank or stank. <laughs> They like to rhyme. Other segments include Spoonman Drops, in which Mitchell plays listener-submitted remixes of a previous episode's audio, and also Roast Spoonman, in which Weiger reads listener-submitted insults of Mitchell. <laughs> As you can tell, they're definitely, you know, comedians. Um, finally, the hosts respond to fan emails in which they call their feedback. Cute. While this essentially explains the show's format, it fails to capture just what makes the Doughboys such a success among foodies and comedy nerds. And it just has to be. um, And I've heard a couple of episodes, and uh, they are very, very funny. And they have um, have good chemistry and... um, And if if you want to hear... You want to listen about food and have a chuckle. (laughs) This is this is one of the one of the shows to listen to. But obviously, for those of you that are wondering, unlike the Splendid Table, the Doughboys is much raunchier sounding, more like a couple of frat boys discussing where they ate after closing time at the local university bar than a primetime radio show. It's definitely not safe for work, at least if you're not wearing headphones. (laughs) That sounds funny. Yeah. A bunch of bros getting together talking (laughs) about food. Okay, so my next food podcast recommendation is titled The Sporkful. This podcast has been around since 2010, so 11 years, which is crazy. And the podcast has won awards such as Stitcher's James Beard Award, the Webby Award, and the Savior Award for Best Food Podcast. This show is hosted by Dan Pashman, who, before launching the podcast, was a producer and reporter for NPR, Sirius XM, and Air American Radio. He is also known for creating and hosting the show You're Eating It Wrong, as well as being host to The Snackdown and Good to Know on the Cooking Channel. He wrote the 2014 book Eat More Better, How to Make Every Bite More Delicious, and his work has also been featured on many shows including Planet Money, Beat Bobby Flay, and more. Some people may know him as the inventor of the Cascatelli pasta shape, which he recently introduced to the world this year, 
according to a miniseries on the Sporkful called Mission Impostable. It took him three years to create the pasta shape, something I have never thought about, and I am usually not one to invent things or even think about it. So that's awesome that that he could do that. The Sporkful's tagline is, it's not for foodies, it's for eaters, which is totally my kind of podcast. And Dan uses his, his platform to learn more about people through their food tastes. The podcast comes out every week on Mondays, and each episode discusses food from different perspectives in terms of economics, race, culture, history, and science, all with a humorous spin. And with a 4.6 star rating on Apple Podcasts and 3,100 total ratings, clearly Dan has been able to capture the attention of foodies all over the country, and most likely the world. In partnership with Stitcher, Dan has been able to release over 561 episodes since 2010, and each installation is about 30 to 40 or so minutes long. So, short and sweet for those who want to hear new perspectives about food and what, can, what it can mean to others. A good chunk of the episodes are only available with a Stitcher Premium membership, but Apple Podcasts has over 325 episodes available for free. And free episodes can be accessed on other streaming platforms such as Spotify and wherever else you may listen. Past episodes discuss topics such as what McDonald's can tell us about Black America, issues of racism, and more at Bon Appetit magazine and their YouTube channel, and other such topics. Dan invites guests such as actor Kumal Nanjiani, psychologist Charles Spence, and professor of history and African-American studies, Dr. Marsha Chatelaine, in order to partake in these discussions of food and the like. And for those who are interested, each show's transcript can be found on the podcast's website, sporkful.com. This podcast is definitely one to check out for those who love to eat and learn new things about the implications behind what we as Americans associate certain foods with. And in terms of culture and the like, it's very interesting. And if you're a fan of Dan's other work, why not check out his super popular podcast if you haven't already? My final podcast pick to celebrate all these food holidays is one in which the subject is a delicious pairing for many meals or just for when you need a glass of adult grape juice. This podcast is called Wine for Normal People. I love a good glass of red wine, usually a Cabernet Sauvignon, but am very much not a super wino who can do all that fancy tasting, smelling, swirling stuff. So this podcast is right up my alley. The podcast is hosted by Elizabeth Schneider and is taglined for those who like wine, but not the attitude that goes with it. Her wine-loving husband, who goes by MC Ice, is often her co-host on the show. <laughs> Elizabeth is a certified sommelier and so uh, specialist of wine, author of the 2019 book titled Wine for Normal People, a guide for real people who like wine, but not the snobbery that goes with it. And she speaks at events which vary from charities to law and PR firm gatherings, as well as offering wine workshops. So she definitely has the credentials to speak her piece on the subject of wine and can help others learn more about it for sure. Wine for Normal People has been around since January 2011 and has over 411 episodes, usually released weekly on Mondays and sometimes on Tuesdays. These episodes range from about 35 to 35 minutes to an hour long, 
and the show focuses on anything wine-related, including an explanation of the Bordeaux classification system, wines to drink when the seasons change, the grape varieties used to make wines, as well as the type of wine that comes from other countries, such as Lebanon, Spain, Australia, and more. And Elizabeth invites guests ranging from vineyard managers, grape growers, and winemakers to authors, scientists, and other sommeliers. Guests include Phil Long of Longevity Wines, award-winning writer Jane Anson, and author, British broadcaster, and winemaker Monty Walden. The podcast currently has a 4.6 star rating on Apple Podcasts, with 1,100 total ratings, and has won awards such as being named one of Drinks Business's Top 14 Drinks Podcasts of 2017, the 2016 Taste Awards Best Podcast, Imbibe's Best Drink Podcast of 2013, and named iTunes Rewind's Best New Arts Podcast of 2011. If you're a wine fan like me, I would highly recommend checking out this podcast because it's fascinating to learn about all the different ways to make wine and uh, the different locations. And there's even some pop culture info bits that are thrown in there along with the wine world. And Elizabeth and her husband, MC Ice, which I believe is a super cool radio name. And I think that we actually should have radio names. I'm putting that on the table right now. Uh, They're both a lot of fun to listen to and learn from. Anyone who wants to check them out can listen on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you might listen to podcasts. I don't know why. I mean, she definitely has the education to be a wino. She should, uh, instead of being normal like everybody else, she should embrace it and join the snobbery. <laughs> but seriously it's actually it's probably i'm definitely going to check that out because yeah. it should be really interesting for somebody with the knowledge and the education that she has mm-hmm. to be able to um to put it in terms that normal people like myself yeah who's not a big wine drinker will be able to understand i know my wife loves wine i was just gonna say show it to sam i know i'm actually i'm thinking about buying the book for her Oh, cool. Or I'll buy it for myself so I could be like, I'm the normal people. You're the wino. (laughs) Okay. So the last podcast that I'm going to talk about this month is called Gastropod. Gastropod is an independent podcast produced and hosted by journalist Nicola Twiley and Cynthia Gabberby. The hosts interview chefs, scientists, and historians to collect stories about the science and history of food. Started in 2014, they produced the podcast out of their homes in Somerville, Massachusetts, and Los Angeles, California, respectively. Typical stories include topics like Leonardo da Vinci inventing the first pasta machine, the effect of gold spoons on the flavors of food, Jack Daniels learning how to make whiskey from an enslaved person from Africa, and the history of the birthday cake. With a tagline of, Food Through the Science and History, the show is released every other week. With each episode lasting about 50 minutes, Twiley and Gabberby are strong storytellers weaving cohesive narratives from complex material and explaining the science with clarity. The hosts do an outstanding job presenting the information and telling their stories. The density of the information offered is so great that it can be difficult to keep up with the overall story arc. 
this is definitely a podcast where you need to really pay attention or else you may find yourself getting lost. Like I just did in my... I <laughs> got lost too. I figured it out though. You're oh, I see it. <laughs> One criticism of the show is that some may feel that there's a lot of jumping around between the different voices with Twiley and Gabberby rifling between short clips of multiple multiple interviewees. That said, Gastropod is one of the most intelligent food podcasts around that I that I was able to find, and that each episode virtually guarantees to teach you a few new facts to share with your friends. I have to say, though, that from the episodes I listened to, I really like it because it actually creates a very fast pace of the of the podcast, which actually helps keep me interested not just interested but but attentive to it yeah so because of the fact that it has so much information you really need to pay attention but that fast transitioning between you know the two hosts and whoever they're interviewing helps just helps keep me really paying attention Mm -hmm. and you know so i'm less likely to get lost i'm less likely to you know start daydreaming and (laughs) you know thinking elsewhere um, with that said, Gastropod is, you know, in my experience, one of the most intelligent food podcasts around with each episode really, you know, guaranteed to teach you how a few new facts on how that you can share with your friends. Rated 4.8 stars on Apple Podcasts. You can find them online at gastropod.com or you can follow them on Twitter at gastropodcast. Each episode is approximately 50 minutes long and they're re- released every two weeks. In 2017, each episode was averaging around 100,000 downloads. The show has won multiple awards, including the 2015 International Association of Culinary Professionals Award for Best Culinary Audio Series for the episode The Golden Spoon, Uh, the Regional 2015 Edward R. Morrow Award for Best Small Online News Organization Audio Audio Documentary for the episode The Micro Revolution, and the 2019 International Association of Culinary Professionals Award for Best Podcast or Radio Show. Among other projects that the hosts are involved with, Nicola has a blog called Edible Geography, and Cynthia contributes regularly regularly, to Scientific America's 60-Second Science Podcast. So with that, I just wanted to include a um, a few bonus picks that uh that i found that i thought looked really really good but didn't quite make my top three (laughs) and these include homemade by all recipes that's you know the very popular website where if you're looking for a recipe you can guarantee that they've got all the recipes get all recipes recipes. Uh. (laughs) the recipe club spilled milk green eggs and dan i love that one uh, and burnt toast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's so funny yeah. so those are all of the podcasts that we want to discuss for today but we do have some announcements for our listeners we want to remind everyone that it it's the first week of july and a new newsletter season for the west hampton free library so don't forget to register for our upcoming lincoln learns and exercise classes for july and august I know that a couple of the classes will be offered as in-person meetings at Rogers Beach Pavilion and our Sunday Sunrise Yoga class is back at the West Hampton Dunes, which I believe I will be attending as well. 
And we have our Monday night movies at the Green Lawn on Main Street again starting July 12th through August 30th. And we will be showing Shrek 2, Star Trek 2 The Wrath of Khan, Legally Blonde 2 Red, White, and Blonde, Toy Story 2, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Paddington 2, Back to the Future 2, and How to Train Your Dragon 2. All in that order. And there is no registration required for the movies. And we will also be providing attendance with bagged popcorn. That's a lot of twos. It's a lot of twos, right? Yeah. I also want to add that on July 15th, I will be releasing a video on our YouTube channel. That is, it's the second of a series of um, programs about your um, erasing your digital footprints. This program is actually going to be concentrating on how to try, how to try to find your some of your a lot of your old online accounts so you can then either delete them or or deactivate them i need that yeah i'm gonna be watching that video and that's gonna be released on our youtube channel so on um, july 15th at 12 o'clock be sure to check out our homepage, and you should find a link there cool you can also visit the library's website at westhamptonlibrary.net and our events calendar which is accessible from our homepage at westhamptonlibrary.librarymarket.com We also welcome any and all feedback on our episodes, and, and if anyone would like to hear about a certain podcast topic, please let us know. Yes. You're listening to the Wizards of Pod podcast, a podcast of professional librarians talking about podcasts. For more podcast news and updates, follow us on Twitter at PodWizards. You can find a link to all the podcasts we've discussed in the show notes. Music for this podcast was brought to you by Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. You can check out their great collection of music at www.bensound.com. Well then, see you next month. Thanks. Thanks.